0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 91 where the psalmist celebrates the blessings of abiding in the shelter of the Almighty. There we find deliverance from the enemy and protection from the deadly pestilence. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. You know, different Psalms have different meanings
1: for different people. I know Psalm 23 is particularly meaningful to many people. Psalm 91 has great meaning for me. The reason is because my father flew on a B-29 bomber. He was a radar operator And he flew some 40 missions over Japan. This was the psalm that he would claim and pray over whenever they would go out on a mission. Now, in 1995, I got a call from someone who was part of my dad's crew on that B-29 bomber. And he asked if my dad was around, and I told him that he had passed away in 1991. But he said, Well, we used to say that the reason we got back safely from those missions was because of your dad and because of his prayers. Well, I know for a fact this was the psalm that he prayed before he went on those missions. So it does have a special meaning to me. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord... He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. So if I were to come to you and say, well, where do you live? You might say, well, I live in a house or I live in an apartment or I live in Nampa or I live in Boise. But there's no greater place that we can live than in the secret place of the Most High. And that is open to all of us, to anyone who is willing to live there. Now, he speaks here of living under the shadow of the Almighty. There's no safer place to be than in the protection of Almighty God. He says, he is my refuge and my fortress in him will I trust. I love the fact that this is so personal. God is my refuge. He is my fortress, and I will trust in him. Now, there are many people who are trusting in lots of other things other than God. They're trusting in themselves. They're trusting in their money. They're trusting in their job. They're trusting in their government. Well, maybe not too many are trusting their government, but Uh, There's always a tendency to lean on the arm of flesh. But the psalmist says, I will trust in the Lord. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. So it says that he will deliver you from this snare of the fowler. Now, in those days, they didn't have guns. And so if you wanted a nice pheasant meal, uh, you would have to set a trap and hopefully catch the pheasant. And that was the fowler, and the snare was the trap. And so in this case, uh, he's saying that you are the bird that's going to get caught, and yet God will save you from the fowler's snare. Now, this is really speaking of Satan, who is, in this case, the fowler, and he seeks to ensnare us and make us his prey. There's a poem that talks about this: Satan, the fowler who betrays unguarded souls a thousand ways. And you know, he's been after this a long time. He's been after people a long time, and he's pretty good at bringing the right temptation that causes people to be deceived and then ultimately destroyed. That's his job, and that's his desire. But God will deliver you from the enemy's snare. God will also keep you from the perilous pestilence. Now, Charles Spurgeon Uh, lived through the Asiatic cholera in 1854 in London and ministered to many during this epidemic as it swept through his congregation. At the height of this pestilence, he performed a funeral almost every day. He wrote of this verse, faith by cheering the heart keeps it free from the fear, which in times of pestilence kills more than the plague itself. I think those are very appropriate words right now. It is our faith in the Lord that will keep our heart from the fear that so often is accompanying so many people right now? And that's even more damaging than the pestilence itself. I will take refuge under his wings. And here, I love this image. You know, Jesus said to the people of Jerusalem, how often I would have gathered you as a mother hen gathers her chicks beneath her wings. They were unwilling. But here, the person that makes their dwelling place in the Lord will find refuge beneath his wings. His truth will be your shield and buckler. Now we are told that we are to put on the full armor of God, the belt of truth being one of the pieces of that armor Here it says that God's truth will be your shield, the large shield to protect you. The buckler was the small hand shield and his truth will protect you. You shall not be afraid of night terrors. What is it about the night where our imagination can run wild and we imagine all kinds of things uh, in the nighttime? But he says that you won't be afraid of those terrors. Neither will you be afraid of the arrow that flies during the day. If you're out in war, I mean, that would be something to grip your heart with fear, not knowing if you're going to get shot. Uh, And yet God will give you his peace to sustain you through whatever the enemy may be firing at you. You shall not be afraid of the pestilence. That walks in darkness. I think that's interesting because even now we don't know how the pestilence spreads. You know, why does it hit some people and not others? How exactly does it go from one person to another? It it walks in darkness, the Bible says. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Now when trouble comes we don't always know why. Job didn't understand what was going on in his life even though his friends thought Job was suffering because of his own sins. But often it is only in looking back that we can see where God brought his hand of judgment against the wicked. God's wrath is still revealed through his judgments. So a thousand may fall at your side it may in fact be the judgment of god as was often the case when israel went to war and saw their enemies defeated before them so if you escape the judgment well praise the lord if you escape the pestilence then thank god it may not be because you are so righteous but simply be because god is so gracious and he's made you the object Of his tender mercies. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. So because you've made the Lord your refuge, no evil shall befall you. According to Hebrews 11, as we look at the heroes of faith, we see that they accomplished great feats. They subdued kingdoms. They worked righteousness. They obtained promises and stopped the mouths of lions and many other things. And yet others were tortured not accepting deliverance so that they would obtain a better resurrection. Some were slain with the sword. Others were destitute and afflicted. They wandered in deserts and mountains. We don't get to choose how we will glorify God by faith. But we do know that we are invincible until God is through with us. And then we are immortal. God will protect us and no weapon formed against us will prosper until God is ready to take us to our eternal home with him. All of this should establish our hearts in perfect peace and far away from the fear that so many people have because we have chosen to live in the shadow of the Almighty. Now it says that he shall give His angels charge concerning you. God commissions his angels to look after those who will inherit salvation. It's interesting that the devil quoted this verse to Jesus when he tempted him to jump off the pinnacle of the temple. But Jesus said, well, it's also said you shall not test the Lord your God. <laughs> we are not to just go jumping off high buildings and seeing if God will send his angels to you know protect us, that would be presumption. We're to not test the Lord our God. But if you are walking in the ways of God, if you're close to him, then you have this assurance that God is sending forth his angels to protect you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread on the lion and the cobra. Now, many of the travelers in that part of the world would experience those kinds of dangers on the road, but you will tread on them. And of course, this also speaks of evil, of the enemy and his devices. Jesus told his disciples that I have given you power over scorpions and serpents and no power of the enemy shall harm you. Because he has set his love upon me, Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Here's the key. It's because he sets his love upon me. There's nothing better we can do than to fall in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. Set our heart and mind in love upon him. And he will deliver us. He will set us on high. The Bible says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. When we call, he will answer. We're going to call because we're close to him and we're depending on him. And he will answer us and give us what we need. I will be with him in trouble. You know what? We could even thank God when trouble comes. I can't tell you that I'm there at this point. (laughs) But as I look back, I realize that it is in those times of trouble that the Lord is most near to me. It's like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace and the Lord was in their midst. We could be thankful because God becomes very real to us in times of trouble. And with long life, I will satisfy him. Now, God may in fact add years to your life. That can happen, but he will most certainly add life to your years. He will satisfy you with his presence while you are living, and he'll give you the living water by which you will thirst no more. And then at the end of your days, he will satisfy you with eternal life, away from the arrows, the pestilences, the reproaches, the fears, the terrors, and the trouble of this world. And all this will happen because you have chosen to dwell, to live in the secret place
0: of the Most High God. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow we look at Psalms 93 and 94 that praise God for his loving kindness and mighty works. Fools do not understand that the wicked will perish, but the righteous will flourish and be fruitful in their old age. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.